This is Podcast 7C of Let the Prophet Speak. I am Saul Weinreb, your host. We left our last podcast with a list of questions, questions regarding the interpretation of the verses 10 through 17 in chapter 7. In this podcast, I'm going to explain what I believe the true intention of Yeshayahu was. But first, let us remind ourselves of some of the basic ideas that Yeshayahu has been trying to teach us so far throughout all of his prophecies. First, Yeshayahu has been teaching us the true measure of greatness that God wants from us, is, and that that is, how do we seek justice and righteousness? How do we have compassion for the poor? This is the true measure of godliness. Yeshayahu has been trying to teach us that we should not fear human beings. Remember his verse in the second in the second chapter, Stop being afraid of human beings. What are they anyway? <coughs> and that the power of kings is nothing. And we also need to recall that here in the beginning of this chapter 7, he is trying to teach King Ahaz his political philosophy, that the Jewish nation cannot capitulate to other nations when that means giving up on our entire reasons for existence which is to teach the world these ideas that Yeshayahu has been speaking about and being an or lagoyim, a light unto the nations. And finally, Yeshayahu ended the most recent chapter with the words, Zera Kodesh Matzavta, that even as God destroys the Jewish people, the holy children of Israel, the Zera Kodesh, will always remain its trunk. Like the oak tree that sheds its leaves, the trunk still remains. The holy orphans, the lowly widows, the poor, the weak, they will always remain and they will perpetuate those values that are so special. Once we understand and remember these basic messages that Yeshayahu is trying to teach, the meaning of what Yeshayahu is telling King Ahaz now becomes glaringly obvious. Let us go back and start reading from verse 10 again, and let's read it differently this time. The Lord, through the prophet Isaiah, the God, God further spoke to Ahaz and said as follows, Do you want some kind of a miracle? Why are you not listening to my advice? Asks Yeshayahu. I am asking you, I am telling you, God will protect you. Don't be afraid of those two kings. Don't sell out the Jewish people to the Assyrians because you're afraid of this attack. I asked you not to be afraid of these kings, but you're ignoring me. Could it be because you want some kind of miracle to prove it? I'll give you a miracle. I'll give you a sign. Achaz answers, no, I don't want to ask. I don't want to test God. A miracle won't change my mind. Immediately, Shayahu realizes, why won't he change his mind with a miracle? Because he has already made up his mind. He has already decided to give in to his fears of human beings. Yeshayahu realizes all of a sudden that Ahaz has already capitulated to Assyria. He has already sold out our values and served himself up to the king of Assyria, saying, I am your servant, I am your son. This king of Assyria is the king who asked people to serve him as a god. He had a society and led a society that believed in power and war, a society that stood against the weak, the orphans and the widows, a society which stood for everything that the Jewish people is supposed to stand against. Vayomer, immediately upon realization, Yeshayahu says to Ahaz, Shimuna Beit David, listen up, house of David. Why does he call him house of David? Because that's all you are. You're a royal home. You're diplomats, bureaucrats a corrupt leadership. 
Hamaat mikem halaot anashim kitelu gamet elohai. Is it not enough that you have sold out our people to the Assyrians? Now you're so arrogant that you think you can sell out God as well? You don't even want to sign because you're not even interested in listening to God? You're going to capitulate to human power? And you think that that will save you and your royal house? He says, therefore, God will give you a sign. Not a miracle, but a real sign. Behold, look in the streets Look in the streets of Jerusalem. Ha'alma, the young girl, the young girls in the streets, when they get pregnant and give birth to a son, what do they call their son? Immanuel. They name their son, God is with us. Because she, the young girl, the symbol of weakness in that society, the one who is the weakest, the one who is the smallest, the one who is the youngest, the young mother with the young baby boy in her hands, what does she know? She knows our power is from God. But you as king don't know that lesson. What does she do? She gives him butter and honey to eat. She knows to, to raise her son properly, to give her son what he needs, despite his helplessness. And then with his knowledge that she imparts to her baby, he grows up to learn to ma'os bara to reject evil, and choose good. This is the Zerah Kodesh Matzavta. This is the basis of the Jewish people. This is the strength. This is why the Jewish people will last. This is why we will outlive these enemies. Because of that Alma Haraviyoletet Bain, Vikarat Shemo Immanuel, the young girl who gives birth and has a son and names him, God is with us. Even before he's old enough, that baby is old enough to choose good and to reject evil, he's helpless, a helpless young child. That land, that country that you're afraid of, those two kings, it will be destroyed, it will be gone. Not because this baby is strong, this baby is a little baby, but because this baby and this young mother are living up to the principles upon which the Jewish people are based and founded. Even when they're tiny and small and not old enough to talk, God will make sure those two nations that you're so afraid of will be destroyed. Not because of your uh, negotiations or your strength or your armies, but because God will protect them. God will bring upon you, Yeshayahu says, on your royal household, your powerful kingdom, your kingdom, your leaders, your corrupt leaders, you will know suffering like you haven't seen since the days of civil war when Judah and Israel broke apart. And where will that suffering come from? From the very king that you capitulated to, the one that you turned to for salvation instead of looking towards God. The very same king of Assyria, he's going to turn against you and he's going to cause you suffering like you've never believed, you've never seen. But the trunk, the trunk of Israel, that nar, that child, that's ma'os that rejects evil and chooses good, the alma, the young girl that gives birth to her child and raises him that way, they, Zerakodesh Matzavta, will always stand. There was no miracle that Ishayahu was predicting when he spoke of a child being born. There was no specific woman. He wasn't talking about his wife or the other one's wife or this one's wife or some other random woman that we don't know who, she, who her name is. I believe... Rather, this is Yeshayahu's message to Ahaz telling him, it is the young woman giving birth to a beautiful little baby 
That is the strength of the people. That is the goodness of the people. That's where the Jewish people gets their strength from. That is their HaKodesh Matzavtah. That is why this chapter is connected to all the other chapters and fits completely beautifully in the context. And though Achaz may have ignored this message, we certainly have so much to learn from this message that Ishayahu was teaching us. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I hope you <coughs> join us again <coughs> for the next podcast, Isaiah 7D.